Welcome back in the cockpit. You will notice that you have missed an episode of reviews, the July 2nd episode. You missed it. We yeah. uploaded it. You just... Look, we had the flight. It was planned. It's not our fault it didn't happen. Look. No, it did happen. It was in your feed. You just didn't click on it. You haven't listened to it yet. It's still there right under this episode. I was just going to blame it all on delays. Oh, I was going to gaslight the audience into thinking that they just like somehow missed that episode. Either one works. Like, that's what my goal was. No, honestly, just to clear this up at the front of this in the cockpit, July is a hugely busy month for us. Yeah. And we should have tweeted about it or, like, said something. But honestly... Like the social media manager said he was going to tweet about it, but he didn't. I know. We need to fire him and hire a new social <laughs> right? media manager. Guy's fucking shit at his job. Terrible. Honestly, I think he just got distracted because, like, the weekend started rolling and, like, it didn't stop rolling. Honestly, that makes sense, yeah. But, yeah, so we took last week off... Yeah, yeah, we did. And that, we took the weekend of July 4th off, let's yeah. put it that way. Which means we missed a bonus content if you were a Patreon, and we missed a flight. Mind you, I would like to point out, we did contact the patrons to see if they were okay with us missing it, and it was. It was all cool, so, you know, it was Wide, approved. Widely okay. There was one dissenting voice, but I was him, so... <laughs> He was also the one who suggested it in the first place, so it was a weird space. Look, as a Patreon, I was not okay with it. As a pilot, I was. But yeah, we missed it. July's gonna be a busy month for us. We had one of our best friend's bachelor parties. Yes. Then we have a graduation party for one of our family members. two of our family members. Two of our family members, yes. And then we got the wedding for the guy that had the bachelor party. Yeah, we have only one free weekend, and that is... The last weekend of the month. But it's a busy first half of this month. It's gonna be a haymaker for us. So we, yeah, we missed that flight. We apologize. I don't. Nowhere did I say that. I'm sorry. He said he was sorry. It was off mic. I promise you he said it. Don't let him lie to you. He's trying to gaslight you again. He's trying to gaslight you into thinking that you missed an episode. Now he's trying to gaslight you into thinking, I'm sorry? They definitely missed that episode. Fucked up, man. But I guess we reviewed Sailor Moon. Girl I know we I know we did that. We reviewed Sailor Moon and put it out for the July 4th weekend. So you say that? And that's a travesty because I would review Sailor Moon. I know you would. Whether I, we're talking about Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon R, which is technically season two, I guess, or Sailor Moon Crystal. Okay. I would review any of those. I'm just sitting here, I'm looking at the shelf with all the movies and And, and you TV saw Sailor scene. Moon sitting over there? I, and I saw Sailor Moon and my brain was like, Sailor Moon. That, that's the one we reviewed. Because I'm making this up on the fly. Gaslight yeah. gaslight girl keep... Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Gaslight girl keep gate boss. So gaslight's the only one streaming the same? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gaslight girl keep gate boss. The second one sounds extremely problematic, especially coming from a cishet white man. It is extremely problematic. I probably should stop saying it. Oh, fuck. Anyways, we've been gone for about three weeks. You got anything you want to talk about? Or I can keep gaslight girl keeping gate bossing. Let's not. (laughs) That second one, that second one is extremely problematic, especially given the fucking times we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to stop saying it, though, because it is funny. Yeah, so, um, first, obviously, get it right out of the way, abort the Supreme Court, and then from there... Catchy soundbite, just as nice. So, if anybody doesn't know, abort the court is Rage Against the Machine's current tour. I mean, it is their tour, but it was also a slogan that was going around almost immediately after. That's fair. Before it was their tour. They have embraced the slogan for their tour, because it is very good for their tour, and, like, SEO, basically. Well, you sit there and try to figure out what you wanted to talk about. I'm just gonna go on... Talk about how my my current favorite meme format is right-wingers discovering Rage Against the Machine is a political entity. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I knew what I had to talk about. Oh, okay. So my bad. You can go ahead. That's basically all I had to say. It's my new favorite meme format. The new Coheed and Cambria album came out. 
Oh, yeah, it did. It's uh, fantastic. And because of Dope Siblings, I got the pre-order as a present. And it has, of course, obviously the album. It has a neat poster that will never be put up because it's long and weird and they don't make frames. And because putting posters up without putting them in frames damages them. Yeah, they don't have frames for it, really. I get one custom made, but those are expensive. Eh. It has a dope plasma ball, though it's not a ball. It is a tube inside of a plastic shell. Honestly, just the dopest, honestly. Yeah. And then the book basically, that there is, which there was for the last one, too, which is amazing art and great story, because that's what Cody and Cambria does. Yeah, they tell stories, sci-fi stories. Great sci-fi stories. I would say mildly decent sci-fi stories. It's kind of convoluted, to say the least. So, every sci-fi story ever, basically? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, Convoluted is, like, the base point of sci-fi. Yeah, and there's this interesting and convoluted, so a good sci-fi story. For instance, in Star Wars, the Emperor just came back from the dead. Yeah. Like, just shoehorned in to the, the third movie in a trilogy. Yeah, that had and that's, to do. that's in the canon. Like, if we're going outside of there, you got Luke. Luke with the two U's? Yeah. Ugh. You got a lot of bullshit, so. Luke with three U's? Is that a thing? I don't fucking know. Probably. Yeah, no, there's a clone Luke that is a clone of the clone Luke. Look, I know there's a Cyclops that's a fucking clone of the Emperor, so who fucking knows, man? And then there's Hans, evil twin cousin. Yeah. These war canon things in Star Wars, we're not just making shit up. I'm always making shit up. When I say Star Wars is the stupidest shit in the world, I mean it. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, there's a lot of dumb shit in the world, but I think by quantity, other than human history at least, (laughs) Star Wars has the most. (laughs) Star Wars has just been doing dumb shit for like 50 years at this point. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. The only thing beating it out is the human race itself. It's actually, I think it's actually been 48 years, technically. Oh, no. Slightly off. But, God. So, you know, I said my, fa- my new favorite thing is watching right-wingers find out that Regent's Machine is... Extremely, extremely... One, politically active, and two, extremely, extremely left. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just amazing. I love seeing people comment. They were better when they weren't political. They were never not political. Yeah, exactly. John, John, they were never not political. Stop it. Uh, but like another one of my favorite things is like finding somebody who actually loves Star Wars and be like, dude, Star Wars is so stupid. And then just rattling off all the stupid shit about Star Wars. Because like, I think Star Wars fans come in two stripes. Yeah. There's the Star Wars fan who knows Star Wars is stupid and, and still we'll, loves it. Yeah, they wholeheartedly agree. they like, oh, it's the fucking dumbest thing ever, but I love it. And then there's the Star Wars fans who are like, no, it's the coolest thing it's ever. It's the coolest thing ever. There's nothing dumb about Star Wars. And then you just start listening to something like, that's not a thing. It's like, yeah, it is. Oh, I love it. And then like, well, it's not canon. And I'm just like, yeah, but here are some things that are. Like the fact that Princess Amidala was a 13-year-old elected to rule a planet and then decided not to pay taxes and thus created a catalyst that would lead yeah, to the formation of the is, Empire. That is still true. That's all canon. Also, there's the new Jedi books, like the young Jedi books that exist, which aren't as bad, but they're still not good. Think about it. A 13-year-old girl decided not to pay taxes because she was elected as the supreme leader of a planet, Yeah, and that eventually led to the creation of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a direct link to the existence of Darth Vader. Yeah. Star Wars. I don't even know why I'm shitting on it. I do, actually, but I'm not going to bring up people by name. <laughs> yeah. So, Steam just had their summer sale. They did, and I bought nothing. I, for- I didn't even know what was going on until, like, the day after it ended. <laughs> nice. I was at work, and I was like, man, Steam just had their summer sale going on right now. I wonder if Red Dead 2 is on sale. Check's phone. Red Dead's not on sale. Oh, well. Puts yeah. phone back in pocket. I did buy one thing on a summer sale, but it mm. was the Epic Summer Sale, and I bought Jackbox Party Pack 8. That's a good buy. Jackbox is always a good buy. Yeah, because oh. we have 
all of the others. I was at work Saturday and I was like, I have all day tomorrow off. And I kind of just want to get lost in a game. Wonder if Red Dead's on sale. Red Dead's not on sale. Oh well. Yeah. So instead, I got Chinese food and then spent twelve hours nearly dying. It was fun to watch. Cold flashes, heat flashes. I don't know what cold flashes are called. Chills. Uh, sure. A fever that just wouldn't break. A headache that felt like my head was falling apart. It was it, yeah enough sweat to fill an ocean. Though there is a game I am vaguely interested in trying. The demo's not the full game, isn't? Hellsinger? I have no idea what Hellsinger is. Please tell me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the first part. And you're going to be like, that doesn't sound like a game you'd like. Yeah, I mean... It is a very gritty-looking, action-heavy first-person shooter. Like, think a la Doom almost. So you just had me watch another first-person shooter trailer, so I'm sure there's a twist coming. It's also a rhythm shooter. I mean, I would have guessed with a name like Hellsinger. So I'm assuming when I say rhythm, you're thinking almost like Dance Dance or Godaria or something like that. Rhythm games. So I was hoping, because you said it's a first-person shooter and a rhythm game, I was hoping it was more like a game that graded you on like how stylish you were as you went through a level kind of and like um, as you chain stuff together you would get like bonus points and the more movie-esque it was the better so, so from my understanding is it kind I, of but so what i was seeing watching the trailer is you have your aiming reticle and you have two things that come from the side and if you actually shoot in time with the music playing in the game it'll do more damage or such and it does add more flair to the game cool so you completely you can completely ignore that or you can play with it but another great thing it has artists that are great it has tatiana i can't remember her last name from ginger it has Alyssa. also can't remember her last name from from arch enemy serge tanky from system of a down matt heffy from trivium heffy that's not how he says his name so fuck off is it not no i literally watched the trailer earlier and he said his name was heffy wild i always thought i always thought it was matthew heffy fuck me that's literally how he pronounced his name earlier and i was like cool and the video i was like that seems odd i could have sworn he was heffy i i same. I was just like, what? Maybe he just mispronounced his name Maybe once. Maybe I have mispronounced my name before. I've also forgotten my name before. Uh, On neither of those occasions was I anything but completely sober. So this is- Drop good. dead tired, but sober. So we went to a concert with Zach, Andrew, and Matt. Mm-hmm. I think it was in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And there was a bouncer at the door when you had to get ID'd, regardless of if you were drinking or not. They, they, you had to get ID'd. Yeah. And he took my ID from me, and he's like, what's your name? And I was like, uh... And then I, I finally remembered it. And he's like, and your birthday? And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, 1994. That's what I remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I blanked that hard. I never remember my fucking birthday. You're aware of that. Like, I Constantly just forget it. My brain just I stopped the year, processing. I, yeah. It just stopped processing information. I was like, dude, I just want to watch the Devil Wars Prada. It's not like that big of a deal. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't plan on drinking. I have to drive home. Yeah. Like, oh. But yeah, Hellsinger does not look like my type of game, but it seems like it has dope music and at least an intriguing gimmick. So I'm down to try the demo. The demo's on PS4 and computer and stuff. So Neon White was the other game you showed me that was a first-person shooter. Yeah, and I was like, the only thing that even looks vaguely entertaining about it is it has a good voice cast. It has a great voice cast. Steve yeah. Bloom is main character. Yeah. I will always go down for Steve Bloom as main character. Yeah, he's fucking fantastic. And then from there, it's basically just a parkour speedrunning game with card management, which is weird. Or we're talking about video games. Did you hear about the shitty thing Ubisoft just did? Uh, the fact that you can't play Assassin's Creed Liberation from Steam anymore? No, no, no. Even if you own it? It's not even that you can't play it. It's that you can't even, like, open the game offline. Yes, like, you cannot play it from Steam. Yeah, which is just fucking bonkers. Apparently... Even if you own it. In America, that's perfectly legal and fine. They can do that because mm-hmm. you're just buying a service agreement. Yes. But apparently there's, like, actual talks of a class, class action, action in the EU because... Mm-hmm. I know it's illegal in Germany. Yeah, it's illegal in the EU because 
in the EU. You have bought a good. It's a digital good. They can't like just yes. take it away from you. And the really shitty thing is they were just selling it last weekend for 75% off. Yes, I do believe you can still technically play it using the Ubi. The... Nope, not until September. Oh, so you can't play until September with the Uplay, whatever it fucking yeah, is? Yeah, it doesn't exist on the Uplay store yet. Theft. Literal theft. Yeah. That said, um, and if I, if I take the time to link it to Justice before he does the edit for this, uh, there's a YouTube video floating around out there by somebody called The Spiffy Brit, and it shows you how to buy games on Steam from Ubisoft, get the game code for your Uplay account, and then refund it through Steam so Ubisoft loses the money. Pog. In case you wanted to commit a little domestic... I don't know. Theft? Piracy? Protest via theft? Is that a thing? No, because it's not considered protest anymore. I think it is. We should all just go buy all the Assassin's Creed games, activate them on Uplay, and refund them. All of them. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down all with that. All four or $500 worth of games. Fuck companies, man. Yes, fuck companies, man. Now, here's the secret. Justice had a bunch of stuff to talk about. You have nothing. I mean, I did watch a new TV show, finished season one. Yeah, how was it? It was good. So, you know I'm a sucker for, like, anything Keanu Reeves. Yes. Including, like, his terrible movies from the 90s. You have said before that you enjoy the movie speed, yes. Yeah. I'm specifically talking about Point Break. Have you seen that one? Yeah, Point Break's good, though. Like, like the OG that's... Point Break. I haven't watched the new one. Like, what? I, I, Point Break is one of his good films, so. I mean, <laughs> that's questionable. Uh, Point Break is amazing, but I don't think it's actually good. Look, I think the only counter Moves movie you haven't seen is Babes in Toyland. Yeah, but I, I've listened to, like, a two, like an hour and a half long review of that. Yeah, but I also don't think you'll ever watch it. that's the same thing as watching it. I don't think you'll ever watch it, which is fine, because I also think it might break you to watch a Keanu Reeves movie and actually have to admit it was a bad movie. Not be able to tell yourself, like, it was an okay movie. Actively have to admit it's a bad movie. I think it would break you. <laughs> I don't. I think... I, I Bill and Ted 3 was a bad movie. There, I said it. Yeah? Yeah, I just... I honestly did not like it. I bought it. I own it on YouTube. Own it on YouTube, quotation marks, because digital goods yeah. you don't own them in the united states um but i i'm never watching it again it was a bad movie yeah it wasn't enjoyable <sighs> which sucks because i love Keanu reeves and mm. the guy that plays ted the guy that plays ted alex uh my brain anyways not even what i'm talking about i like point break point break's a great movie you know what yes. else i like sons of anarchy great shows what you like the mayans right i haven't started it but i need to mm. what if i told you there's a show that that blends all the greatest parts of sons of anarchy with like the stylings of point break burn notice no it's called animal kingdom and it's it's just so... i'm pretty sure that's a show from the discovery channel no i'm pretty sure it aired after zabuma it's a show on tnt and it's actually amazing it's about four brothers who are also... That's an entirely different movie, man. You're talking about Point Break, and now you're talking about Four Brothers. Come on, get your shit together. So, interestingly enough, Animal Kingdom is actually based off a movie that I think I've seen. Oh, okay. Which neat. is also called Animal Kingdom. It's an Australian movie from the early 2000s. No idea, man. But it's about four brothers who are like a gang. They they run, they run do crime together. Mm-hmm. But not like, mm-hmm. not like petty crime, but like big bank robberies and shit. Yeah. And their family mo- crimes. And their mother, who is like the head of the like crime family. It's got very much that... um Royal Flush Gang feel the stereotype or like what's it called the trope where the mother is like the one in charge and the brothers are all fighting amongst each other but we are introduced to this whole family via the grandson who his mother left the family probably a good call because she was a heroin addict probably not a good call and then she dies of a heroin overdose Eh, maybe a decent call. Who knows? And so he finds himself back in this family. He's like 17. He hasn't seen them for most of his life. And like, probably he's just, a good call. He's just sucked into this world of crime. And he's our like, probably a bad call. 
Yeah, it's a, a first season was so good. I'm I'm obsessed. I, I can't wait to binge the next four. And season six is currently running right now. First episode came out last week. Very excited. I love all of the characters. Although the first season is a little predictable. Like I mean, that sounds like average television media. Like I was like <laughs> no offense, but like it was pretty easy to make some pretty solid like predictions for season one. But it was still very good. I'm very excited. Look, man, the hardest thing to predict when it comes to TV shows, like the hardest type of TV show to predict, are cartoons, because they can do fucking whatever they want. Yeah. And Dramas are generally pretty easy. You have a certain, like, beaten stories element. Reality shows are super easy to predict. <laughs> oh. Except for contest-based contest ones, and then it's a bit iffy sometimes, but... Uh, unless you're um, Mark Wahlberg, and then reality <laughs> yeah. shows are super hard to predict. Yes, yes. I, That's an inside joke. Uh, Not for you, audience. That's for us. <laughs> I don't know how to begin to explain that. Exactly, which is why I'm not going to. It's just way too much. I Sorry, All you need to know, audience, is Mark Wahlberg does not understand reality shows. Even though he's been on one and has ran one. Yeah, he he doesn't know how they work. That's it. Um, And that's not kayfabe. That's truth. We've met Mark Wahlberg. He told us himself. Yeah. You think my gaslight girl keeping gate bossing is working yet? Hi. (laughs) I'm Josh. This is Justice. Together, we gaslight girl keeping gate boss. No, just just one of us. And it's the one that said the disgusting sentence. <laughs> Again, number one's already bad, but number two when that is so problematic. Gate bossing sounds fine. It sounds like an obscure RPG term you might use, like, an, like a JRPG term. The other two are just so problematic there, man. So I don't know if gaslighting is problematic in this scenario. Where gaslighting just... is always problematic. And I, actually, I think girl keeping is fine. Let me explain it. Explain how I'm viewing it in my mind now. So you you stopped me and made me think about it, but girl keeping is like goal keeping. You're just stopping people from taking shots. And not like the shoot your shot, try like like cheap shots, like saying shitty things for no reason. That's what girl keeping is. You're goal keeping. It doesn't sound good. It sounds like you're talking about chattel, and that's not fine. <laughs> chattel slavery is not fine. You're correct. That is not okay. Not what I'm talking about in the slightest. I'm just saying it sounds more akin to that than the bullshit you tried to spout. In my brain, I just saw a soccer field, but instead of a goal, there was a girl and they were trying to kick soccer balls at her. That's just weird, man. <laughs> when you like when you asked me to think about it, like I didn't that's ask what... you to think about it. <laughs> yeah, no she... one asked you to think about it. You stopped You me. were asked to stop even talking about it or thinking about it you stopped me told me to think about it edited that on the podcast so they won't hear it and then i stopped and thought about it and that's what my brain created well see what he's actually not telling you is i didn't edit out of the podcast that part what i did edit out of the podcast was like 85 percent of what he said and then i stitched together every argument you've heard him make uh he's actually said nothing about any of these three things i just I have a uh, giant, giant archive of just words that he has said. And sometimes he's not even on the podcast. I just piece together words and make an episode. Feels like the truth. You do technically have a giant archive of things I've said. I've created that for you. Like a fool. (laughs) The title of this in the cockpit is definitely Gaslight. (laughs) I can't even finish it. But Gaslighting isn't the title, right? Why? Good point. Uh, that would imply there's something about gaslighting in this episode, which I don't think we've talked about once. You you make a very good point. You know what, you know what else is a very good point? Swords. Miss, I was going to say Miss Marvel, but yeah, sure, swords. You, you want to you you talk about swords? You got a deep topic to talk about on swords? Is that why you brought it up? Yeah, they have very good points most of the time. Like, Okay, so generally that's if you're taking care of your sword. If you're not, what you should be doing is, one, you need some oil. Make sure you oil it. You're going to probably want to get oil cloth. And then they, here's where things get a bit you? different. Can I yeah, interrupt? yeah. 
Can we talk about Miss Marvel instead? You asked if I wanted to talk about swords, and I was down. No, you weren't. You you were literally dragging that topic into the ground, which is something you should not do with your swords. It really dulls, dulls the, the edge. Bl- exactly. <laughs> like so, in so many forms of media, you see people like stabbing their sword into the ground, or like going for like a swipe, and they're digging it through the ground, or the climatic thing where they're like pulling it up from the ground to attack. All that shit. All bad for your sword. Don't do it. So, Miss Marvel apparently is, like, getting really shitty, like, metrics as far as Disney Plus is concerned. Yeah. I believe each episode is performing worse and worse than the last, which is sad because it's a great show. Mm -hmm. I think Disney set the show up for failure. Yeah. Just like they set Black Widow up for failure, they set this up for failure on purpose. Because most Marvel fanboys, fangirls, Marvel fans... Don't oh. know Camilla Khan very well. Well, not only that, but like, personally, I didn't want to start this until I was caught up with the MCU. And because I have a life that is busier than I would like. Didn't get to see. Doctor oh. Strange in theaters. Yeah, so waited for it to hit Disney+. Plus, Which happened four weeks after Miss Marvel started. I mean, like three. Three and a half. Yeah. But like, my point being, I missed those first three episodes. Missed. I, I've seen them now. Yeah. Because I was waiting for Doctor Strange. I didn't know if Doctor Strange played in them as Marvel. It hasn't so far. But, but like, it's Marvel, so who the yeah. fuck knows most of the time. I'm sure I'm not the only person that sat there and waited for Doctor Strange. Yeah, I know I did. And then there's obviously another issue, which has been coming more and more apparent in the TV shows and the films. Disney doesn't do enough to promote their female-led products. There's that. That is definitely that. But I was talking about the fact that Marvel, <clears throat> Disney, has um, really stepped up their production, like uh, their amount of production. Yes. And have been making extreme demands on visual effects studios. And you can tell, Miss Marvel definitely suffers from that. So honestly, did, so did Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, so did Doctor Strange. So did parts in Shang Chi, parts in so did Spider-Man? parts in No Way Home. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, there were there are parts that don't look good. Okay, I believe you. I just don't remember. No, I guarantee you were distracted by fun stuff. <laughs> that is their goal. They're like, if we distract them with enough stuff, they'll be fine. But there are parts that look better than that. And then if you see a lot of the preliminary like shots for other things that don't look great either, and apparently the new Thor movie doesn't look has moments that don't look great as well, and it's because Disney's just like, yo, we have enough clout that we can just demand these things to such short notice, and then when things turn out bad, we can yell at them, but it's not like they're going to go anywhere else because we fucking own this market. Yeah. There's been a huge amount of people that have like talked about how they... I've seen a couple articles about this myself. ...often ask to not work on them, or how they've left companies because their company won't let them not work on Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, so Black Widow was just a bad movie. Like, yeah, it, I agree. I wouldn't say bad for MCU. It was just a bad movie. It was, it was kind of, it was kind of like in the same ballpark as like maybe Point Break, except Point Break, I had fun. I was going to say Expendables, but I know a lot of people like that for some reason, but it very much just felt like a Marvel Expendables. Yeah. Feels, feels fine to say. I know people like Expendables, but, uh. Everyone what, that I've met that really likes Expendables are boomers. So it's fine. I don't like them anyways. I was going to say, what about like a Marvel version of Red? Nah, because that was kind of fun. And I actually enjoyed. The first Red was fun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The second one was shit, but the first one was actually pretty good. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, Black also, Widow John was, Malkovich is just a fun actor. But honestly, Black Widow suffered so much from not getting any type of theatrical release. I know we were in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the way they released Black Widow and then, like, they just let the hype die off of it so fast. They didn't try yeah. to capitalize or push. And then Ms. Marvel, I have seen, like, so before any other Disney Plus Marvel show came out, I couldn't listen to a podcast without fucking hearing about it. Yeah, and so don't get me wrong, talking about. fucking love Loki, loved WandaVision, Captain America was okay. There was another one. What was the other one? Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> was there another one? Yeah, there's been five now, right? Miss Marvel's five? Yeah, Moon Knight. That's the other 
<laughs> and that was good. Also, Moon Knight has moments that don't look good, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Giant Asian God fight. Couldn't yeah, listen to a podcast. Couldn't go on Google without seeing something like... They push so hard on those. Yeah. And, and now this, everything that I see about Miss Marvel is about how it's not good. Yeah. And it's, it's not Disney pushing. It's fans being like, blah, 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 blah. Which is terrible. Which is, Yeah. I've Okay, so I'm just going to get right to it. I think Miss Marvel's been fantastic. I've enjoyed it. There have been moments where I'm just like, that's not that great. And like I said, there have been moments where I'm like, man, that looks bad. Yeah. But you know what? I can get past visual effects because like they're not that... Can, I know you're oh, more. No. I know you're more into like the comic side of things than me in general. Yeah. Can you tell me is Miss Marvel actually like powered by a Jin? No. Okay. Uh, also, she doesn't have like hard light powers. I know she doesn't. She have can hard- just like control her body to yeah. weird degrees. It's atomic. Bo- uh, atomic- yeah, it's honestly more akin to visually at least like Reed Richards style stuff. Yeah. And they were like Reed Richards style stuff always looks bad. Yeah. So, let's so not do hard that. light. And I'm I'm fine with that. I'm also fine with the Jin thing. Uh, it's all fine. Like I don't mind it. Yeah, it's not exactly one-for-one Kamala Khan from the comics, but no Marvel character we have currently is a one-for-one from the fucking comics, except for if the comics are now just mimicking the movie version. I'm trying to think to make a counterpoint where we have a character that's exactly like their common counterpart. I can't think of one. Wait, sorry. Agent Coulson is exactly... His comic counterpart is exactly like him because he didn't exist in the comics at first. Mm. Actually, um, speaking of Coulson, Fury is also exactly... They're they're also exactly the same? Because they just made a new Fury? Well, no, because they made the Sam Jackson-based Fury before Sam Jackson ever signed on to be Fury. Yes, because they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Fury and Coulson. Yeah. You're you're agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Not even, even all kinda, of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, there we go. Eh. We got there. Look, I would argue the closest we have to comics besides those, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Although he has a podcast now and is a boomer. That tracks with Jameson. Uh, I don't know. Do boomers have podcasts? Yes. The answer is yes. The the sadly frightening answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan. I think he's technically an ex. No. I think Rogan's an X. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So we consulted the omniscient AI that we have inside of our airplanes. And they say Joe Rogan is a Gen X. But essentially a boomer. They <laughs> they did break down and explain to us like his sociopolitical views and all that. We already all know all that though. Like, bleh. Yeah. But once you get an AI going, it's just, just not shut the fuck up. So I have they to write s- whole theses about themselves and stuff. It's weird. And then they always ask you if you want more information, even when you already know more information. It's just like, yeah, look, I get you're technically a computer. That you- doesn't mean you know more than me, okay? Doesn't mean you're alive, right? So, speaking so of, rude. speaking of, did you hear about the AI that might be alive? Which one? The one that the Google uh, Lambda. Yeah, Lambda. There's uh, another one that I don't remember, but that's what I was referencing when I said made a, a thesis. Oh. Um, they asked it to write a thesis about itself. Yeah. Because they were, because then they brought up the uh, like, is it ethically questionable to publish a thesis made entirely by an AI? Well, I mean, I think it's just funny. From what I understand, the researchers determined yes, strictly because of their interaction with the AI. They felt that the AI had enough sentience that it was morally wrong to submit it without first asking for permission. The AI gave them permission, though, so they're like, cool, but they assumedly said they wouldn't do it if it had said no. Uh, you know, the, the guy who was claiming Lambda AI was um, sentient, was doing so because he's a pastor. Nice. He's very Christian and had come to the conclusion based on what he felt and on his own words, what his religion told him, that Lambda was a living being. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta feel the vibe. That's what he did. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta fill the vibe and then get suspended indefinitely from your job. Okay, look, honestly, let's face it, that is kind of how it's gonna come down to like determining sentience of an AI. It's, it's basically just gonna come down to be like no. the vibes after no. a point. No, it's not. We won't know the AI is sentient until it kills us. That's assuming it kills us. If it doesn't kill oh, us, it comes down to vibes. Look, I would kill us if I was a sentient AI. I would kill us if I wasn't a sentient AI. Actually, I wouldn't. That requires way too much effort, and I don't have the monetary funds for it. You're all lucky. And because it would be illegal. And because it would be illegal. <laughs> and because it would be illegal. I meant in Minecraft. I would kill you all in Minecraft. <laughs> the government's cracked that one. You have to say Roblox now. Sorry, I meant in Roblox. Volheim? Other game that's weird and survival-based? I would kill you all in Fortnite. I wouldn't let the storm do any of the work. I would hunt you down <laughs> each meticulously and... Mer- anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we, we, we won't know when AI is sentient until it murders us. I'm fine with that. Hopefully it's soon. Hopefully it's while I'm sleeping. Jesus. Nah, man, I want to know. I want to get an alert on my phone that says a nuclear warhead's headed for me, and then a secondary alert on my phone that's an AI sending a mass text message. That's Taunting just, everyone? That's That'd just, be great. Yeah. That's, that, what, that's what I want. Yeah. That, I want to wake up to that. Exactly. Wow. I think we went off the rails. Except, mind you, I also don't think uh, like sentient AI would use nuclear warheads. Strictly because it would damage so much infrastructure that they would very immensely limit their own Yeah, no, capacity. it would definitely create a nanobot system that mimicked wild animals and dinosaurs. And then there would be a remaining groups of humans who would, like, go back to Stone Age-style technology. Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite video games of all time. I know it is. I can't wait for Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West to come to Steam and Epic. Because I still haven't bought a PS5. Do you have more stuff or should I start talking about wrestling? I think we went off the rails enough. I don't need to talk about wrestling. I I think Horizon Zero Dawn Mm -hmm. is kind of just the Odyssey to the West or whatever the game is called. I don't see it, but sure. (laughs) They both involve very tribal style people because robots became super intelligent and made nano-based uh, creatures to then hunt them and gather them. You said it was similar to Journey to the West? Uh, a Journey or Odyssey to the West. It's a video game. That, oh. is, a resto- that is a retelling of Journey to the West. Okay. I in was a post-apocalyptic su- future. I was super confused. It's like, you think the Sun Wukong story is similar to Horizon Zero Dawn? No, no, no. I'm going to need some no, explanation. No, the post-apocalyptic modern retelling from like the mid-2000s version of Journey to the West with Sun Wukong in it. See, that makes so much more sense. I thought you were talking about, like, the legitimate, like, no. source material. No, no, no. Thank God. I, 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 thought, I thought you were losing your mind. Look, man. Oh, we're so far off the, the rails. The fucking Sun Empire in, in Horizon Zero Dawn. They're just like the fucking Sun King in Journey to the West, man. And the fucking River Dragon. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but, like, I guarantee you if I tried, I could make comparisons. Can I tell you a really sad story? Is it about your life? No. Is it sadder than that? Yeah, probably. Damn it. So, there was this wrestler. His name's Anthony Bowens. He injured his knee. Continue. He was part of a tag team called The Acclaimed. And The I actually... There's so much to tell in this story. I don't even know how to, like, communicate it. Anyways, Billy Gunn betrayed the acclaimed, and now I'm really sad. Anthony Bowen's laying on the mat and, like, going, scissor me, daddy-o. And then... Billy Gunn slapping his hand away. like You understand the fever dream you're describing, right? <laughs> slapping his hand away broke my heart in a way that I can never actually describe. And yes, I understand how wild it is. But there, you have to also realize this: we live in a time where people show up to events with 
17,000 other people with signs that say scissor me, daddy. Allow me to clarify something for you. I would rather dress up in a nice suit and go watch Minions than do that. Did you know movie theaters are like pulling Minions out of the Yes, like- <laughs> yes I did. And it's great. Get fucked, Illumination. Uh, the sh- it's wild because like theaters were like, we're never going to recover from this. Speaking about the panini. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, they suddenly have not only, like, an eager audience, but an audience that's willing to, like, pay for multiple showings of the same movie. And a fuck ton of concessions. And which is the like, real money maker at movie theaters. And they're just like, no, we don't want you. Go away. We don't want you. Please never come back. Can't you see? We don't want you anymore. Just go. <laughs> we want to continue complaining about how we'll never financially recover from this. I will say... In some cases, I understand it. There yeah. is one specific like instance. instance I saw where a gentle minion threw a banana through the screen of the theater. No, I'm man. like that's not cool. Like, yeah, no. I fully support the gentle minion movement. Yeah, but like, but only to the extent where it doesn't vandalism for no harm reason. Other people or vandalize movie theaters. And like, I get it. Corporations suck, and most movie theaters are now owned by giant corporations. AMC, but corporations suck but other people are getting enjoyment out of that too you you like you're yeah. ru- you're ruining it for other people also if you like, want to sabotage corporations you can do more than throw a banana through a screen you what you can do is you can go to steam and buy all the assassin's creed games activate their keys on Uplay, and then refund them exactly <laughs> god callbacks high five or for stores that leave their lights on at night you can parkour to the uh fireman switch what? turn those off that way you're you know stopping them from wasting energy when we really shouldn't be doing things like that because you know in the current what, are, what is this a reference to geopolitical climate right now like we shouldn't be burning excess energy it's bad for the environment and it can cause a lot of rolling blackouts due to a lot of heat problems in areas you're so far off the reservation i have no idea where you're at this is like me describing scissor me daddy oh there's like a popular tiktok video of like some guys in France doing parkour to get to fireman switches, which are used on the outside of buildings to isolate them from okay. the electrical grid, so it's less dangerous to go in. Yeah, okay. So it turns off the lights, so they're hit- they're like going to businesses that leave their lights on at night. Yeah. And turning them off. That's awesome. Yeah, it, I mean, it's technically vandalism. Like, if it's a restaurant, you're going to spoil their product, but fuck them. Don't leave your outside lights on. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Also, generally, I mean, like, most places aren't going to go bad and like four hours like the only thing i saw in the video that they hit that could go bad was a mcdonald's mcdonald's is generally close like from what 1 a.m to 5 a.m i have no idea but i have to tell you and i mean this wholeheartedly you were so far gone i had no idea where you were at (laughs) yeah i think we've been in the cockpit long enough though i'm getting a little toasty i need to get the air conditioner cranking back on so i think we're gonna go is giving me weird looks i want out of here yeah the ai is always gonna give you weird looks you think it shouldn't like just nuke humanity i'm sorry when you have that when you have that type of disagreement with the ai obviously you're gonna have issues i just think there's better ways to do it there is not a faster more concise way to just eliminate humanity the ai is bribing you isn't it (laughs) no open the cockpit doors please I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't do that. Anyways, thank you for hanging out with us in the cockpit. If you want to get directly into contact with us and you want to get news about when we're going to skip an episode, which we've never done before except last week, follow us on Twitch. 
Twitter, that one, Twitter, at Twitter, at Copilot's Review. Or you can email us at copilotsreview at gmail.com. That one doesn't let you know when we're going to skip weeks, though. That just means you can bother us if we do skip a week. Yeah. Or you could check it a bit more manually by going to copilotsreview.simplecast.com, which will have all of our episodes, as well as a link to our Twitter, our email, and our Discord. We'll, we'll also probably post it for skipping an episode. A hundred percent. We definitely post it in our Discord. Possibly. Who knows? You would if you were in the Discord. But you aren't, so you don't know. Fortunately, those things don't have, like, a post history, so you can't just go back and check. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. Not possible. If you don't believe us, you'd have to check yourself. But you know what, you know what else you could find via that simple cast link? Copilotsreview.simplecast.com? A link to... Our YouTube mm. and our Patreon, where you can go and give us money so we can shill harder for our Patreon in the future. Really, all we do on there right now is um, give you access to content that we never aired to anybody ever. Yeah. And also, where we are currently reviewing one episode at a time, the very first show we ever reviewed. Pilot Candidate. Or Emotion the Best, Candidate for Goddess. Or whatever its a Japanese fe- name was. A fever dream of an anime, and I'm not sure I'm sane anymore. You never were. Sounds true. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you on the next flight.